Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. Hello and welcome. Ty Hansen, Ryan Robertson. How are you, Ty? I am well, my friend. How are you? Really, really good. Technology is great once you figure it out. Yes, it is. Everybody will know. Some minor technical difficulties, but we got it figured out. Ty's got a new microphone and he sounds fantastic. Hopefully, my beautiful, sultry voice comes through a little bit nicer for you. Oh, it absolutely does. Oh, good. We got a good episode today. We just finished our little mini series, Peak to Trough. Talked about a bunch yes, of we did. different, uh, what do you call them? Uh, fairy tales? Chasing fairy yeah. tales? Uh, uh, unicorns? Unicorns? Yes. So we're following that up with the boring stuff now. This is going to be the anti, anti uh, speculation tragedy <laughs> well and, and i think that this flows nicely even though it's boring we, we talked about this before in those in that series yes that that the the real true time-tested ways to be successful they're not sexy they really aren't and that's the crappy thing about this is unfortunately the human experience is such that we get drawn into the shiny thing yeah you know what I mean? or the or the snake oil that's right and if love and it. if and if yeah. So, but that's what I like about this is I think this is this is a nice little segue to okay, here's all the ways that people have been kind of screwed over in investing strategies for the last, you know, 25, 30 years. So, what's practical? What can we do? How yeah. how, do we, how do we how do we remedy that? How do we make sure we're successful? Yeah. So, now these are going to be the five things maybe the five most important, maybe not but they're our five that we think are important. I think these, I think these are the five most important. Things. You're right. And what's I'm Im- with you. And what's, what's Im- what is important about these things is it. So it's funny because when you, when you look at it on paper, it's like, it's really simple, but I will tell everybody listening, all three people that, that this really even though it's simple, people don't do it. So many people, like I meet with people all the time, all the freaking time, who are blowing one or one of these things for sure. And yeah, so. And, you know, we're going to go, these are not necessarily in order of importance. They are just to prove our point or make our point. As a follow-up from the last few weeks. You ready? Five things. Here's number one, Ty. We love this term. We've used it a few times. We have. Right? We used it last week. Sort of the uh, check your FOMO at the door. That is that is exactly right. It Fear is, of missing out. It FOMO. is It is the idea of buying lottery tickets. Yeah. That is not a strategy. It is not a plan. 
So right. don't rely on well, it. I like, I seriously love that you, because for everybody out there in podcast world, Ryan's really the brains behind this thing. Brains. He just drags me along. Pure brains. You really are the, you, you really are, you are the brains and the beauty because um, you're way more handsomer than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so you just dragged me along. But when you wrote this out, I, I love that you actually put that as a lottery ticket because to be frank, that's the kind of stuff that I see all the time. And it's like, if you're expecting to hit big on crypto or cannabis or back in the day, the dot-com bubble or real estate, like, again, if, if, if there's kind of this sentiment in the market that this is the end all be all strategy, right. Or tax liens or, you know, paying for somebody to coach you to this new world of, of amazing investing. It's like, yeah, again, if that fear of missing out is there, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You really are. So, and it goes back to this thing where basically what we're getting at is people want to sell you dreams. They want to show, sell you shiny things. They want you to believe that you can be extremely wealthy with this one idea or this one strategy or this one train or this one whatever. And, you know, look, there are going to be some people who hit it big. Somebody wins the lottery at some point. It's just a very small percentage of people. So hitting the lottery is not a strategy. There is no true magic. It's no true magic bullet that's going to solve your financial issues. Do you know what's funny about this, too, is that... There's this kind of interesting theme, and, and we'll and this actually will come back to one of our other points, right? There's there's this this interesting phenomenon that I'm noticing more and more, um, and we joked about it before in the Peak to Trough series, but it's this idea of like the banner ad, right? What's scary though, I don't know if, if you've seen the Social Dilemma on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, I highly recommend people go check out that little that little mini series. It's interesting because it talks about how the way we absorb information now is, is so um, it's manipulated. Right. And so, so think about that. It's like a lot of people are getting information through Facebook, through Instagram, through other social media apps, things like that. Right. And, and those, those sources, they, they put you in a, what they call a lookalike bubble right where they put you in this bubble so that you see and hear and 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 have you know information that is similar to other people that are like minded right which because they're going to keep you in there longer well the whole point of all of that is advertising right and so so then the idea is okay well if we want to sell a financial product what do we do we get into that niche we make something look awesome we get a hook and we we get people to give us money Right. And so, you know, I mean, we market as a company and, and, and we look at those same things right now. Again, so this is the point. It's like if, if you think that there is a single product and you've got to ask yourself that. Right. And this is a big piece of retirement that people make a huge mistake with. If you look at that and it's like, oh, wait, this is going to save me. This is going to be the thing that gets me there. Right. So, again, you're consuming in this in this in this environment you're consuming information 
you get caught up into it. And then all of a sudden, if you feel like, well, this is what's going to save me, it's like, that's a huge mistake. Yeah. You're going to screw your retirement over. You really are. Yep. And that's, that's the, the number one uh, tip here is uh, don't think of saving, building your retirement based off of something that you think, oh, this is the one thing that is going to save me in the end. And, you know, I put this note in here. There's nothing wrong with exploring, nothing wrong with taking some risks, calculated risks here and there. Absolutely. But do not overstep those bounds because it just will not end well. Well, let, let, that's exactly. And that's the whole point is that speculation's fine as long as you do it the right way. That's right. Let's, let's take this through like kind of a mental process, right? So if you have $5 million, Ryan, and you're thinking, okay, there's this crypto thing going on. It sounds pretty interesting. I definitely think there's going to be some longevity with this. Whatever. I don't care. What, insert whatever ideology, whatever philosophy gets you into crypto. Whether it's right or wrong, I, I don't care. We're not debating that right now. So, Ryan, you're like, okay, let's put, let's put 5% of our, our total net worth in there. 250 grand, right? Okay. This is where you've got to, again, there's, is there anything wrong with that at all? Right, if if that if all of a sudden your hundred or two hundred fifty thousand drop to a hundred thousand, you lose you lose one fifty, right? Is that going to screw your rest of your retirement, the rest of your five million dollars? Yeah, right. No, not at all. But but let's think about it this way. If all of a sudden your your mind, your, your thought process starts to go, well, oh my gosh, like oh my god, like I just I just took two hundred fifty thousand, I turned it into three hundred thousand, like in two days, like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I put more of my money? Why did I put this? two million in it? Why don't I, oh my, oh, my, my buddy, my buddy over here, he, he just made, like, you see what I'm saying? That's kind of the way that people get into this mentality is it's like, so that's, that's again, simple concept. And everybody listening is like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't want to get, but it's like, no, we get sucked into these things so easily because of our greed, because of fear of missing it. So, right again, so that's what I'm saying. That's that thought process to think through that it's like, or anyone, it could even be real estate, or it can be, oh, I know how to pick the right tech stocks. It's like any of these things. It's like, oh, crap, I should have put way more money in there. It's like, if you start thinking about it, and then you actually start acting on that, you got issues. Yeah. You got to be careful. So. You do. So that's number one tip. Don't do that. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a, a tip of what you should do. It's don't do. Don't do that. Don't do this. Yeah. Stop it. Second one. Which, uh, you know, I think just no one thinks about a lot sometimes is start to know what your income's going to be, what your options will be, and prepare for income in retirement. We don't think about it a lot because it sometimes can be far away. And we're thinking Cash about is it king, when we're 60s. So, yeah. do it beforehand. Well, well and it's funny because um, I've done this time and time and time again where I'll sit down with somebody as they're getting ready to retire. And it is the scariest. Uh, is, uh, watch people have so much concern at that time of their life, right? Because it's like, oh crap, I don't have a paycheck that's going to be. Coming. I'm so for the last for the last what forty years I've had a paycheck coming in every two weeks, and that's not going to happen anymore. It's going right? to stop at some point. Yeah. So where does that come? Now you can draw your assets from your, like you have a 401k. Okay. Awesome. That's great. Well, if you're going to draw cash out of that every month, 
is that going to, uh, we, so Ryan and I, we've got, you know, talking on that social media marketing and stuff like that. We're, we're, you know, we do, there's different tools we use. And, and one of those, we were filming, uh, we were filming like an educational webinar about the, one of these things. Right. And, and this is exactly one of the key pieces we talked about is, is knowing where your cash flow is coming from. And there's a key, there's a key term with this too. It's called withdrawal rate. Right? How much are you able to withdraw from any chunk of change, from any income source, from whatever, an annuity, um, your 401k, a real estate property? How much can you withdraw from that and not kill the golden goose, right? And not, you know, deplete your, your, all you sell or you're actually passing. Yeah. So, and you talk about, you know, Simply put, I mean, there's uh, a lot of different, I mean, you could talk about, obviously, rental properties, right, building income through that or commercial properties, maybe some sort of business that cash flows a little more of a turnkey business that you could do. Now, those are going to be more individual things that you come across and find. But it also includes the idea of, of looking at your Social Security and understanding when should I start taking it and how much it is. I mean... Out of 10 people, ask them, how much do you think you've got in Social Security when you're 65? Most people don't know. Unless they're and not 65. And only that. They might know then. There's, there's, there are. So I personally don't think this is just, this is just um, foreshadowing or, or pontificating, according to Ty, right? I don't think that any political person, any, any politician is going to come out and, and just right away just kill Social Security, Right. That's political suicide, right? Um, it, they tried to do that in um, Ireland, and they had major uprisings in, in the streets of Ireland because of Social Security, right? Their version. So, but there are talks of changing Social Security and reducing Social Security, right? Um, so it's like, okay, are you thinking about that? Are you understanding? So. What I would sum up this second point is, is not only do you need to know your income, it, it's preparing, right, with these income sources. It's knowing what do they look like? Are they really going to last forever? Do you have a pension? Do you not have a pension? Do you have this annuity? Do you have that property you're talking about? Did you buy a, a business? Like, are those finite? Are they going to stop? And that's the key is, is build a plan, right? We build plans for hundreds and hundreds. Of, if, I mean, we've done, I've done thousands in my career. And this is the whole point is, do it. Take the time. And, and it's not just like a once you're, you've done it, you're done. It's like, no, you, you, we've got, yeah, we've got clients that we meet often and many times and we keep reviewing, keep reviewing. And the nice thing is, uh, you know, we tend to build ours pretty conservatively to make sure that those income streams, we stress test them. We make sure they're going to be okay. And so like, for example, I met with a, uh, one of our a lady last year when we built out her, her financial plan and we just circled back around now. It's been about 10 months later and we're like three steps ahead of where we had projected because she's had better returns in her investments, right? That's awesome. That's so, what a great, what a great way to be looking at this, right? To be knowing that, oh, I'm three steps ahead of where I thought I would, you know, where I thought I would be versus, oh crap, I'm 65. My paychecks are going to turn off tomorrow. And I don't really even know how much social security. I mean, oh, should I take it at 62 or 66 and a half? Like when should I take it, right? No what those income streams are going to be and, and to make sure you've got them accounted for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's tip two. Know your income and options. Prepare. Now, the third one, uh, 
start a Roth IRA. Seems simple. Right? Now, this sort of gets into the idea of taxation and uh, how you can utilize this Roth IRA and how really amazing. Yeah. So Roth powerful. Um, so there's also yeah. the tool. I mean, we use, we use the solo 401k with a lot of our clients, but there are actually ways, you know, again, kind of coming back to those, those, those hooks that people use in social media. Right. And, and, and whatnot. Um, they call it the golden parachute Roth or something like that. Right. Like the gold, like there's the three or four different versions that I've heard of that term. All the, the golden, mm-hmm. yeah, the golden the, egg. I mean, really all they are is it's like looking at in a 401k account, you can do an internal conversion and you can get more dollars into Roth. Right. The, the point with this, that kind of ties in with that planning for your cash flows. It's, it's making sure that you're, being as tax efficient with your dollars, right? And I'll give an example. So there was a, uh, and I use this all the time with clients. I, I had a client who, uh, you know, in her in her late fifties, early sixties, we started to do some Roth conversion because that's the thing. Most people they want the tax savings in the year they're working, which makes sense, right? Um, but there's there's also this element of well, I mean. Yeah, it's good to get those tax savings today, but we don't know what taxes are going to be down the road. And we also want to be able to have different taxable buckets to draw from so we can be really efficient, right? Anyways, so this lady, when we first started meeting and working together, all of her dollars were pre-tax, right? Traditional IRA, traditional 401k monies. Um, well, again, over about a six, seven-year period, we, we converted certain amounts every year. Uh, And I'll say we're not CPAs, right? We're not giving tax advice here, but we understand how taxes work, right? So we converted a little bit every year, and and we converted enough that it kept her in the right tax bracket so she wasn't overpaying too much in taxes, right? So we we were very judicious in how we helped her do that. Well, now we fast forward, you know, she was in her late 60s. She needed to take – she needed some extra funds, right, above – she had um, they had like a, a commercial property. Her 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 and her siblings through their estate, their family's estate. Um, they got good cash flow from that. She had some social security. Um, she had a small pension from her from her husband who had passed away, but she still needed a little bit more money, right? She needed a little bit more cash flow. Well, because we had done that, had all those remaining dollars been pre-tax, she would have ended up spending about six seven grand. She would have paid six to seven grand in taxes. Right, meaning we had to, we would have had to take more off the top to get to that bottom line she needed. Well, again, we had done that a little bit over the years, so she has a Roth, and she also had some some non taxable, you know, some, uh, some non retirement accounts that were taxable, um, and so we were able to basically slice and dice where we pulled the monies from. She, she didn't care where they came from; she just wanted to get the dollar amount and pay the least amount of taxes. Well, because we had converted to the Roth along the way. We pulled a chunk there, pulled a chunk from her taxable account, pulled a chunk from her traditional account, and I think her ended up her tax bill for all that ended up being like eleven hundred bucks, twelve hundred bucks, right? Because we were able to use that. So, yeah, you're you're spot on, man. Using Roth and 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 m- building that into what you're doing is so powerful because it lets you be more efficient. And yeah. Yeah, and to keep in mind, a Roth just means as you contribute money into the Roth, 
this retirement account. You're paying the ta- uh, you're not paying. Sorry, you are paying the taxes on the contributions as it goes in, and it means that as that account grows, right later on, there's the uh, chance that you will not be paying any tax on if you do it right. You set it up right and, and functions in there. The Absol- money you take out, absolutely. And I love that because so, you you just hit the nail on the head. Is Sometimes people call them tax-free accounts, right? Now, you're right, and that's a good that's a good thing to clarify here. You don't get any tax deductions today, right? So with the with my with my 401k with my employer, you know, uh, my paycheck's supposed to be five grand every two weeks. Well, rather than them giving me five grand that I pay taxes on all five thousand, they give me four thousand five hundred, and so I don't pay any taxes on that five hundred. Well. That 500 that grows down the road and any growth on top of that, you pay tax, ordinary income tax on all of that if it's all pre-tax or traditional IRA or traditional. Okay, but you're right. Roth, I get no benefits today, so I pay all the taxes on it as if I made that money. But then as that money grows, as long as you do it right, as long as you keep it for at least five years, you're over 15 and a half, all of that dollar coming out the back end is 100% tax-free, 100%. The key, yeah. yeah. Sorry, and uh, I was gonna say, and there's only really two ways to get money into the Roth, and we don't need to get into it too much because that might be another discussion. But you're either contributing new money to it, or you're converting an IRA or 401k that you have not paid any taxes on, and you're taking a chunk like you were talking about with your person, and saying, "We're gonna pay tax on this money now." pay tax on it, and then we're going to put it in the Roth. Now it's in the Roth, and it can do that growth without uh, those toxic consequences for later. And, you know, whatever. There's a lot to it. That is the way you do it. So, and the idea is that, so um, I, I've even had clients, uh, you know, kind of come back around and say, hey, I just talked to somebody else, and, you know, they're trying to help me avoid taxes, and they're asking me to convert all this money right now, and we're going to put it in, and it's like, yeah, right, right, right. Whoa, 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 Slow the roll, cowboy, right? Hold on. Like, you're Hold ta- on. You're mm-hmm. talking when you convert. Pump the brakes. You're taxed on all those dollars, right? And, and tax, there's margins to taxes, right, before things jump up and start getting taxed more aggressively, right? Again, this is not tax advice. We're not CPAs. Um, so the idea is like, look, if you can be judicious about that, how much it, you use a little bit along the way, Again, this isn't the lottery. You don't win it all at once. It's it's kind of this slow, progressive, you know, smart steps along the way. And you're exactly right. Using Roth dollars, the perfect the perfect retirement account when you are ready to retire. You have a third in pre-tax or traditional, a third in Roth, and a third in something that's taxable. You do that. If you're set up that way, you you can play some pretty awesome you can use some awesome tax strategies, some crazy powerful tax strategies. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and the Roth is simple. I mean, even if even if all you can do is just set a little bit into it monthly, brand new money. It's a great idea. I, one thing I wanted to say is you can contribute to a Roth even if you're contributing to your 401k at work. You can still have a Roth, and if you have earned income, still contribute to that even though you're getting the contribution and there's and there is a way too, depending on if you've got in you know uh, uh, 1099 or sole proprietor income too you can dump a bunch in through your 401k and immediately convert 
So it's Big it's man. pretty cool. So yep. very very cool strategies. Yep. Yeah. Now that's step three or tip three. Now there's two more to this, and they're all very philosophical, but they fit in with what we're talking about. So tip four is understanding, having the mentality to save your money. Nobody is going to save for you. Nobody's going to look out for you. Yeah, maybe you're getting matching on your 401k, but stuff like that is getting harder to find. It's getting less. People are cutting those kind of benefits. You've got to be the one that actually thinks about it. Now, the two problems that I always find with people is they don't recognize the long term. If I do a little bit every day, it's going to add up. I remember back in the day, the big thing was the latte uh, approach. What do you spend on a latte every day? It's five bucks, four bucks. Imagine if you didn't get that and you took that five bucks and saved it over a couple of years. The, uh, one of my good buddies, um, he, he, uh, he used to write articles for different publications like here locally in Utah, some stuff on social media. Just, just a really smart guy, really, really awesome writer. And he actually, um, he wrote an article on, I can't remember what, what pair of jeans, what brand of jeans it was, but he's like, understanding the true cost of your, like, your $250 pair of jeans, right? And he makes it, and it's kind of the concept, right? And it's like, you get into this mindset of, of needing those things and buying those things and paying them. And it's like, and you don't actually put that much forethought into your, your long-term retirement, and it's like, well, what does, what does, you know, 250 bucks cost you if, if you compound that over 20 years at a 5% growth rate or a 6% growth rate, right? You're, you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars lost over time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, a, it's just that understanding. Don't, don't wait for someone to do it for you. It's never too late to start. It's better late than never. All these dumb cliches that we hear but they're that way because they ha- actually mean something. So understand, I, like no one's going to do know. it for you. Well, just do it. What, you what's start. The, you're talking about these old cliches and things like that. And, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, but it's like, it's almost like the, the, the diet industry, right? Um, again, I'm not a diet oh, yeah, expert. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't claim to be, I know like there's so much that goes into that, right? Science, chemistry, your body, genetics, all that stuff. But really, you know, so a, a, a lot of that can be accomplished through consistent diet and exercise, right? Eating well, eating healthy, eating good foods and exercising, right? That's Yep, generally yeah. every day kind of have an and that's, that To be frank, that's kind of boring as hell to say that. So that's exactly what this, yeah, that's what this point you're is. You're not going to make, you're not going to charge $40 yeah, a month exactly. with Weight Watchers to and get that. And you're exactly right. It's, it, it, it really is truly, honestly, thinking about and saving for, and then here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're saving 100 bucks a month or $10,000 a month. Well, that's pretty high. I mean, whatever you're saving. The point is, you have a certain lifestyle that you're living today and you're going to want to live that lifestyle in five years when you retire, in 10 years when you retire, in 30 years when you retire, whenever it is you're going to retire. If you want to get to that point, there is a specific dollar amount today that you have to be saving or you're not going to get there. And last thought with this, yeah, 
This is the dirtiest secret in the financial industry. The deep, dark, dirty secret. Dirty secret. Dirty? Is it really, I mean, rate of return is awesome, right? And we do a good job generating returns for our clients, right? And they're not, obviously not guaranteed unless you're using an annuity and other fixed, you know, income people. But the most powerful tool, the most powerful thing by far, and the most powerful way to be successful when you want to retire, the number one thing is, is just literally saving your money. Like you have to save, you have to have discipline to save. Add you do, that's, that's the dirty, the deep, dirty, dark secret. You have to do that. Nobody's going to save you. And, the f- and I can guarantee you, yeah. they talk about the mil- millionaire no, mind. No, go ahead. No, go I ahead. like this. I like I'll, this. I'll get to mine first. You say yours. As you talk about the millionaire mind or people that are wealthy, there is one thing that's common with them is, is that they don't spend frivolously. Whether they're wealthy or not, there's that whole story about Jeff, Jeff Bezos. He was already a billionaire with Amazon, still driving a Honda, 1993 Honda Accord in the early 2000s. All right, we talked about the dot-com bubble. He made it through. Why? Because kind of frugal he wasn't lavishly spending money and that's just something that people can't do they can't go down a lifestyle they can't they can't the chris rock <laughs> yeah exactly can't go down a lifestyle. well and, and and what's funny about they that can't. is if you don't do down. this you know step four if you don't actually save money that what starts to happen is you then start to become more susceptible to what we talked about the very first thing the oh my gosh well shoot I, I've, I've i've kind of done a financial I, I found this online financial planning tool right which one, oh my gosh, one size does not fit all. You like this? There, there's so much, so many moving pieces to these. But I found this thing online, and I need to have you know half a million dollars saved up, and I've only got two hundred thousand. I'm gonna take half of my money, and I'm gonna put it all into these three or four cryptos that I've heard are amazing. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh, yeah, just, yeah, oh, like that's what I'm saying. So you're right. It's the millionaire mindset, and and nothing's going to save you if if you aren't smart like that and save your own money all right yeah so so that was number four that's save good money. that's number four number five last one related to number four make it automatic do not set it up to where you have to manually make that decision every month i'm going to save money and then do it and the next month you got to make that decision again don't make, make the decision once, set it up to be done automatically, set up an account for it to go to, whether it's a retirement or even a saving somewhere else, or a Robin Hood account, whatever you want, make it automatic so you right. don't have to think about and, it. And then, and exactly, and that's what's important too, is to understand that it is, is like, I mean, you may be making 10 grand a month, awesome, put 500 away, put 1,000, put 2,000, put three, like whatever it is. Like work your budget and, and to be frank, it should just like diet and exercise like we were talking about before, it sh- it's not ever going to be easy. You know what I mean? If you're waiting for it to be easy, you're, you're going to miss the boat every time. And you're exactly right. Is, is The funny thing is we see successful people and we see people that aren't as successful and aren't ready when they get to retirement. And that common theme is there was some element of this making it automatic. They just, hey, that's out of sight, out of mind. I've, I've got so much coming out of my paycheck and it's being matched in the 401k and I also pay extra to my house and I throw an extra couple hundred bucks a month away into my Robinhood account, whatever. It's like there's that common theme. 
And and it's like, I mean, goodness gracious, I don't ever think about my cell phone bill ever. I don't don't think about it once. I it gets I pay it. I don't have anything auto drafted out of my account. I don't like that. I go I pay it once a month, and I literally very rarely do I ever even think about it. That is the same exact mentality that your savings for retirement should be. Exact same mentality. So as part of that plan, you just got to get it done once. Make the choice once. Make it work. Now it's gone, and you adjust your lifestyle. Like, oh, well, I only have so much left. So that's what I work with because I've already taken care I would of love, and it I'm would be awesome saved. if every time somebody started getting a little bit of FOMO, or every time somebody, you know, maybe gave up some sort of a good income stream, or every time, you know, somebody just didn't, wasn't tax efficient or wasn't, weren't saving their money, or they're like, maybe I'll buy this crypto, or maybe I'll buy that $800 pair of jeans or whatever. It would be awesome, like, if you just had, kind of have, like, Ryan there. That just, that just a shock? With a sh- someone shocked oh. you? Like, you're about ready to click that button, and he's like, oh, no, he smacks no. your hand, right? Like, think about it like that. You see, that's... That's the weight. That's the, yeah. the SNL skit for weight loss. There's someone <laughs> just hired to knock food out of your hands. Whack. You grab the cake. So you've got Ryan Whack. there, and Ryan's like, Put "Damn it! Back. No, you're not buying yeah. that blue those jeans. You're not." For me, it would be Apple products. Mm. You don't need that new MacBook Pro. No. no. <laughs> hey. That thing is made in sketchy China, website. sketchy website. You have no idea if, if you don't know if it's oh, going to work well. Stop, Ty, put oh, it down. Don't buy the remarkable Ty, put it iPad down. thingy. <laughs> don't buy that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah be, be careful of social media oh, ads that look like they may be from China. Because the return really policy bad. is really so tough. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what are the five things? Five mistakes. FOMO. So we got FOMO. Don't get hit with no, FOMO. You're not going to hit try. the lottery. Don't try. You got your income options. Mm-hmm. Cash Prepare for king. those. Look for those options. Right? Yep. Start a Roth. That's right. However you can, start a Roth. Start saving your money and make right. saving yep. an automatic Love process. If you do those five things, at the very least, you'll be better That's off. Right. Than and knowing is do. half the battle. Yeah. It is we at did. the battle. Thank we you, learned G.I. that Joe. as kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's good. Then the, the, the next few that we're going to do, maybe like five things you don't do, but these were do kind and of don't, don't do. do yeah. And do. Uh, they do, were yeah. don't do and a do-do. Things that Ryan will never do. That's five things do. that Ryan never does. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Good times. All right. Well, that's all we got. Yep. Hey, Ty, appreciate your time. Everybody, we'll see Have you next week hey thanks for listening to the Ty and Rye the Finance Guys podcast today if you like what you heard go ahead and hit subscribe that way you won't miss any future episodes also follow us on Instagram Twitter Facebook Ty and Rye podcast also check us out at myprosperteam.com thanks we will see you next week